So that doesn't mean that I need to go and like spend all my money on buying like a $20,000 a bike. Because <laughs> the question, am I, am I being a prudent of all, all the money that God has given to me? Do I have the money to spend it on buying a $20,000 bike? Welcome to Catholic Career Corner, the podcast where Fadi and Tom sit down with successful Catholic professionals who have found a way to live out their faith while pursuing their careers. Join us as we explore the journeys of successful Catholic professionals to success, learn about the challenges they've faced, and discover how they strive to be like Jesus, act like Jesus, and talk like Jesus. The guests will share practical tips for living a more faithful life and pursuing the path to sainthood in the modern world. Let's dive in. Fatty, we're live in the studio. We're live. Hey, Tom. What's up, brother? Let's um, let's just get us started with it. In the name of the, the Father, Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite books that has impacted my life in so many ways. Uh, it's called The Purpose of Driven Life by Rick Warren. Mm. And Tom and I, we are reading it, so we're and we're going to do two episodes. The first episode, we're going to discover the purpose um, of of life, why we are here, trying to answer that question. Epic questions. That's right. And we we hear that question all the time. If some of our friends, we, we were in different stages in our life where we asked that question, what is my purpose here, right? And every day we go to work, we see people around us, that have no purpose in life. Mm. They might be famous, have so much success. A lot of money. A lot of money. But you look inside their 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 life and they are just empty. And we don't want to be that in the stage of life. And I was in that stage of life or phase of life. And I was just trying to figure out what is my purpose of here? Why I'm here? And I was so empty. And that book, as soon as I picked it up, uh, that was six years ago. It helped me to align my purpose with God's purpose and what He wants me to do in this, mm. in this life. I think one thing that really uh, it's so powerful in the book that it, that the author wrote: it, "Life without a purpose is motion without a meaning." That's right. Activity without a direction, an event without a reason, and that basically what's it clearly saying: if you don't have a clear purpose, you will keep changing jobs, relationship. Hoping that every change will give you an answer and fill and fill your emptiness in your heart, mm. and we don't want to be in that a place. We do we want, not. No, we want to have a purpose, and that purpose is aligned with God. Once you find that purpose in life, you will start to see uh, passion, and once you see passion, it will motivate you to do a better job. The people that have no purpose. You will see them have no passion and just an empty life. Mm. Just getting every morning with no goals to accomplish, with nothing. One of my favorite Bible verse, which is Tom and I, we talked about it before this episode. Jeremiah 29. That's right. Verse 11. Do you want to talk about, do you want to read it? Let's do it, brother. I love this because we were, we were chatting offline. This is in my affirmations and my, my battle card and my morning prayers every day. And uh, this is how it starts. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. 
That's a beautiful Bible verse. In fact, I have it as well in front of my computer just to remind myself every morning that God has a purpose for me and has a plan for me. So he does for each of you who are listening to us too. And that will bring us to a question that I'm going to ask Tom. And the question is, why is knowing your purpose important? Mm. That started with a really simple one, right? No heavy hitters here. That's right. <laughs> well, well, at least for, for me, um, and knowing your purpose provides a sense of direction. And, and Warren outlines this nicely. He says, it gives meaning to your actions. It helps you find fulfillment in life. So how, how do we find our purpose, right? Well, what's the wrong starting point? Many people begin that search by asking the self-centered questions about my personal desires and the ambitions. Uh, how can I accomplish these things? How can I do these things for the sense of me and myself? And true purpose, at least how the author describes it, goes beyond personal fulfillment, beyond the I. Um, to discover our own purpose, we must shift our focus on God. I think, Tom, you nailed it. I think the author said one thing that has taken in my mind. It's everything on earth is by his purpose, for his purpose. And that is, that is so powerful because today we see a lot of, of the millennial are just switching jobs from one job to another job, from uh, from one company to a different company, and they keep changing it from one relationship to another relationship. And that because they started from the wrong place, which is focusing on being self-centered solely on their desire or personal desire, their personal ambition, which is not might align with God purpose and applied for them. And it can lead to a shallow and empty life. And, and that's where we need to basically align our purpose with what what God does what does God wants me to do in life is my purpose in life aligned with his purpose and that will lead me to another question to you Tom how can aligning ourselves with God's purpose bring a clarity and direction in our life well when we align ourselves with God's purpose um at least for me I, I try to tap into something that's outside of at my own desires, my own kingdom of me. Um, uh, Warren talks about this. This brings a sense, when I align myself with God, just in this moment, just one day at a time, I bring that there's a sense of fulfillment and direction as we participate in something greater than myself. I get out of myself. Sure. So how does how does Warren explain seeing life through through God's perspective? <laughs> yeah, it's... it's it he breaks it down into like three metaphors, which they and they are on based on biblical um, prospect from biblical perspective. And the first one is test, trust, and temporary assignment. One more time, it's test, trust, and temporary assignment. And so that will bring me to asking Tom a question: Is how does God test us in life? Mm. And that's. That's a deep question, right, Tom? <laughs> Only heavy hitters in this episode. I don't know about you, but for me, I, I tend I tend to not learn through success. I learn through failure. This happened just just recently in a, in a job situation. Um, there was a, there was a mistake that was made. It was on my end, 
I didn't feel great about it. Uh, it was not a success. Money was lost. Um, people were very unhappy with what happened. But there was an opportunity to learn. It strengthened my faith. I, I had to trust that Jesus was actually working in this situation. It wasn't just Tom and the people and the powers at, at bay. Um, I, I, lo I love that first metaphor that, that life is a test. I think it's awesome, and it does reveal our character. I'm always being tested. God constantly watches over people, problems, illnesses, successes, failures, conflicts, disappointments. When, when I understand that life is nothing but a test, I realize that everything is significant in life. Even the most trivial incident is essential for character development. Those tiny little things that are happening, that's essential. I, it's, it's so, it's so, it's kind of profound. I think you nailed it, Tom. I want to share one, one short story uh, about my, uh, it's happened to me a few, a few years ago. I worked for um, an awful boss. And, Haven't we all? <laughs> and it was really toxic place to work at. But during that, it was really dark. Um, so I go to the office every day and then you ask her a question. What I am doing here is so toxic. She's being disrespectful not only to you, but to your coworker at the same time. And you come into really dark. I was in a very dark place. And I spoke with a couple of people about like, what should I do? Sometimes God wants us to be in these places where you are tested. Your character is being tested. Mm. And you are tested in so many ways. Because God wants you to learn to build you up. So when you become in that position one day, when you become that supervisor or or boss managing 50 people, you don't want to like treat people with disrespect. You want to treat them with compassion and respect. No matter wh where they come from, no matter what's, what's their gender, ethnicity, religion, is I'm going to treat them with respect because they are God had created them fearfully and wonderfully in his image. So it's important that we go through these period where we are tested in many ways because we're going to learn something out of it, but as well build our character. I love that. I love that. So how, how do you understand life as a trust? How, how does that change our perspective? That is really good a question, Tom. So the author, he he, I know he talked about the three metaphors and that would, the, the, the trust is the second one. And every time I'm thinking about all everything that has God giving to me from resources, from money, time, talent, it's all belong to him. And God has entrusted it to me. He has given it to me. And I am just being a good steward of everything that he has given to me. So let's think about the talent, God has given each one of us a talent, whether it's to become really good in math and or another person is to become really good communicator or a speechwriter. And we have to use these talents for his glory, not our glory. And if our boss give us a task, we need to give it a hundred percent because we're doing God a glory. We're, we're basically doing God a we're giving him a glory for everything that we do. And so that's how we think about like the trust of all the talents that God giving us, the money. Some people like think about money 
it's we're just being a good steward for what he has given us. Mm. So that doesn't mean that I need to go and like spend all my money on buying like a twenty thousand dollars a bike. Because <laughs> the question am I am I being a prudent of all all the money that God has giving to me? Do I have the money to spend it on buying a twenty thousand dollars bike? Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Tom? I, now, actually, before I move on, that'll bring us to the third one, which is I wanted to ask you about the third metaphor. Why is it important to remember that as life is just a temporary assignment? Well, I actually think of um, dear dear friends of mine, but also the school I went to, um, which is a Benedictine uh, uh, college out out in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And then the in, in the Benedicts, they, the Benedictines, they like they like to refer to this book called the Rule of Saint Benedict. And one of the uh, messages was remind myself of death daily. So life is a temporary assignment. What does that mean? Earth isn't, isn't my permanent home. It's a temporary residence. And I have to understand that I have to try to detach from earthly pursuits and focus on what truly matters, a relationship with Jesus, that I was created for something greater. That I went, And when I try to remember that life is it's a temporary this is a temporary place it really shifts my focus from worldly pursuits to eternal values and those can simply be you know caring for others trying to develop a relationship with someone and see them as a human being we were talking about this offline right those uh, the objectification that goes through my mind i if for another person i can choose to look at them a colleague a friend a family member instead of using them as a means to look at them as uh, someone who's created in, in God's image. Um, yeah, man, it's a temporary place. It is. And Tom, I totally agree with you. It's a temporary place. I have one of my friends who um, always re- always used to remind me with one thing, that his life is too short, mm. but let's make an impact in other people's life. And, that, and that's what we need to do, is treat people with respect make an impact in our place, in our workplace, in, in our community, and look for each other. And that will bring us to summarize the three metaphors that we talked about. And that will bring us to the end by summarizing the three metaphor. Life is a test. Life is a trust, which is God is entrusting to us all the resources, the money, the talents, and the third one, Life is a short assignment. Let's close it, Tom, with a prayer. Absolutely. Do you want to close it with a uh, our prayer? Let's do it, brother. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we come before you today with grateful hearts, thanking you for all the blessings we have bestowed on us. We ask that you continue to guide us and help us know you more deeply so that we may become more like you in every aspect of our lives. We pray that you bless all those who listen to this podcast, They may gain valuable insights from the wisdom of successful people and apply it to their daily lives. Help them practice the saints' virtues. Find joy in their work as they strive to come closer to you. May we always remember to trust you and seek your guidance in in all we do. We ask for all those blessings in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen.
Thank you for tuning in to the Catholic Career Corner. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, we would greatly appreciate your support by subscribing and sharing it with your friends. Let's strive to be like Jesus, act like Jesus, and talk like Jesus in every aspect of our lives.